0: Hey, 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 everybody. It's your host, Reggie White, and welcome to the Empower Now podcast. We are continuing our dynamic, dynamic series, Tie Passion to Purpose. This is episode seven of season two, and today's topic is Ask, Seek, Knock. Now, for many believers out there, this is a very familiar passion scripture that I will read um, during this episode, but I encourage you to think about things differently and to find ways to apply what I share during this episode with you for those that are listening. Uh, before we go any further, I want to start off with a prayer. Again, if you are driving, please focus on getting to your destination safe. Um, you getting to that destination is the priority. As I pray, it's not worth bowing and trying to risk your uh, safety. I encourage you to pray in agreement with me as you're driving, rather than closing your eyes while you're trying to get to your destination. For those that can and are able in a safe environment to pray with me and bow, I encourage you to do so. Let's go to the throne um, for him to be able to get the glory that he deserves. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much for what you've been doing um, through these episodes and even in me, Father, as we've been going down this journey in season two. Lord, I pray that you can be able to remove any distraction, any mindset, anything that cannot be of you, Father, as I'm speaking in this episode. And also for the listeners, Lord, help us to know that we have to protect our mind and our temple, Father, as we see fit for us to be able to truly give you the glory that you deserve. Help me, Father, as I speak, to speak in a way that can be not only motivational but a way that can really convict in a holy way for someone to make a change, Father. We have to be about your business. We have to be seriously and all in on you, Father. And help us to know that what we plug in and tap into can influence our behavior, Father, and help us to influence the right things. Father, I just pray that you can be able to let this be a moment to make things right. You can let this be a moment to shift the atmosphere. You can let this be a moment to change hearts, Lord, and let them know that you are the truth, the light, and the way, because no one can come to the Father except through you. Lord, I'm just so grateful that you've been uh, allowing me to continue to do this. I pray that I can be able to do you justice and do you uh, just make you proud about being able to speak your word and for someone to be able to get it on the other side, to be able to make that change in their life. Father, I pray that you can just continue to to move and to make things happen like never before. Father, let somebody see on the other side of this journey, of this experience, that greater is coming. Father, let somebody see that things are beginning to change, even if it's just for a moment. I pray that this can be that confirmation for someone, Father, as we go through this episode. You your name I pray. Amen. All right. So I'm going to start with the passage of scripture. And then after that, I'm going to read definitions for each, for ask, seek, knock. And then we're going to just let the conversation go from there. And I'm hoping that this can be something that can really uh, motivate you to apply this concept in your um, everyday life. The passage of scripture that I'm coming from is Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8. Again, Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8. I'm coming from the New King James Version. Um, and again, this might be a very familiar passage of scripture for uh, believers. And you might even know it if you're not a believer, but I encourage you to really take heed of what we'll be talking about in this episode. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. So it's saying, ask, it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and we'll be open to you. We have to take the initiative to do all three, to ask, to seek, and to knock. Let's break down each one of the elements between ask, seek, and knock really quick here as we're going through the episode. So this is coming from the Oxford Dictionary, I'm starting with ask. Ask is a verb, and it says, say something in order to obtain an answer or some information. So in order to get the the knowledge, in order to get the know-how, we have to take the initiative to go and ask the question. That's to Christ. That's even in life when we're thinking about coming up in school, trying to be able to make things happen or not sure. A lot of the times we get afraid or we get embarrassed about asking a dumb question. And that's not what it's about. You know not and you have not because you do not ask. We have to get the courage to ask. We have to say something in order to get an answer, to get the information that we need. So that's the first one is ask. Let's talk through SEEK. So seek is a verb as well, and per the Oxford Dictionary, it says attempt or desire to obtain or achieve something. Again, attempt or desire to obtain or achieve something. So not only do we have to ask when we think about seeking, we have to have a genuine desire to want to go after something. We got to try. So if we're not seeking the opportunity, if we're not seeking the opportunity to go apply and get a new job, or we're not taking the initiative to go do that next thing and to have the desire to go try, there's no way we can truly seek. That's the next part of this. So we talked about how we have to say something or do something or ask the question to get the answer we need for the information we don't already have. We're talking about now the attempt to go out there and have the desire to find, to obtain, to achieve, to do that thing or that something. We're now going to talk about knock. So knock is also a verb in this instance, but it can be a a verb or a noun. I'm going to focus on the noun that's coming from the Oxford Dictionary because I think this is really relevant to what I'll be talking about today. So per the Oxford Dictionary for the noun uh, definition, it says a sudden short sound caused by a blow, especially on a door to attract attention or gain entry. I'm going to read that again because that's really good. It says a sudden short sound caused by a blow, especially on a door to attract attention or gain entry. So, ask, seek, knock. I'm going to walk this back now. Um, we've, we've walked through the scripture. We've walked through the definitions. But now I'm going to talk about the purpose of what we're talking here. The purpose uh, of this episode is to really break this down But the series that we're doing now, the second half of season two, is time, passion, to purpose. We have to have a fervent fire a fervent desire to do god's will and god is knocking on the door he wants entry to our hearts he wants entry to our lives he wants to fellowship and commune with us so he can be able to show us the way that we need to go we have got to open the door we gotta stop running we gotta stop trying to do it our way How many of you can relate to this, that when you try to do things your way, you end up in a mess? Or when you try to do things your way, things get worse and you don't understand why things happened. But it's because we try to take it from a prideful standpoint. We try to to be strong. We're so used on autopilot to go and do what we want to do, how we want to do it, and get the results that we want. But that's not what God's calling us to do. He's calling us to open the door, to let him in so he can be able to guide us and be the true drivers of our lives. How do we, when we hear that knock, when we feel that tug, when we feel that pull, how do we submit and obey? God is calling us to greater, but he wants us to do it his way, not our way. We got to remove self out of the equation. I was um, just listening to something that really, really resonated with me, and it was talking about um, Adam and about his the generations that came out of Adam and how he had sons with Cain and Abel. I'm not going to talk about the whole story between Cain and Abel, but the point that I will make is this. Cain killed Abel, and um, as a result of that, you know there was this 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 challenge, this struggle that came from the decision that Cain made. Adam eventually had another son in Seth, but there's a whole perspective of what came from the difference between Seth and and Cain. But I'm not here to break that down. What I'm here to say is the decisions that we have to make every single day is who we're going to serve. We're going to be about Christ and His Kingdom, or we're going to be about self, and. Something that we got to be really careful about is self is a path of how we can be able to go down the path that can be almost really hard to come away from. You see, the enemy's not looking for us to, to do things blatantly. Sometimes he's usually just trying to get us to just focus on us and to serve ourselves. And if he can get us to focus on ourselves, then we can drift away from God. This episode is the call to say, don't forget Christ. This episode is the call to say, choose a different way and choose Christ's ways. Open the door when he's knocking for you. Now we're going to go back to asking and seeking. And then, you know, again, I'm walking it backwards because I think it's important. So you let him in the door when he's knocking. But then we have to have a fervent desire to seek him, to get in his word, to be about his business every single day. And that is easier said than done. I'm not going to sit here on this episode and say that I have it all together, that I have everything figured out, and that I'm doing everything right in the sun. No. Lord is really working on me and I'm trying to truly change to be about my father's business. And I encourage you to do the same. Rather than focusing on every little thing that you're not doing right, know that you're covered by the blood if you're a believer and that he can redeem you and he can show you the right way. He can make things right. It's just so amazing to me how recently I've been seeing different things when it comes to terms of when I'm tapped into the right things, when I'm listening to the right music, when I'm doing the right things, just how much more focused, devoted, and able I am. The little things like cleaning up, the little things about uh, doing things in uh, with a fervent desire of the right way, all of those things come easier when I'm really locked into his word, into his way. But when I drift or when I uh, try to do things my way or when I get frustrated about things not going the way I want them to go, that's when I'm in self. We have to seek him to be able to remove self out the equation. We have to seek him so we can be able to get his guidance to show us what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to do it. We're now going to walk back. We talked about Knox. We talked about seek, we're now going to talk about ask. We have to get to a point in our relationship and our walk with Christ where we're comfortable with asking him the questions that we truly think. I know I'm guilty of this so I, I don't want to sit here and say that this isn't a reality but there's times where I think, man, God doesn't want to hear that. I shouldn't ask that or I shouldn't complain about this. I shouldn't complain about that because he's been so good and He wants a real relationship with us. You heard on a previous episode here, for those that's been listening to season two, when I had uh, my friend Eric Barber E on the line, and he was talking about how God wants a true relationship with you. He wants that back and forth. And that's what he's asking for. Christ is a gentleman, but this gentleman wants you to be able to be real with him so he can guide you in all truth and all light. He wants you to be you and unapologetically you. And those faults, that's not what he's looking at. He's saying that he can see you in a light where you're redeemed. He sees you in the light of his son, Jesus Christ, that was able to die and shed his blood for you to be washed you pure and white as snow. Christ wants you. And this hopefully can be that confirmation that there's nothing too bad. There's no thought too worse. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from the love of God if you surrender and submit. He can make things all right. He can make things whole again. I'm going to just give a little more context in regarding uh, this, this topic about Ask, Seek, Knock. And I'm going to talk about things um, from a more personal perspective. If you're the type of person that's battling, battling with anxiety, battling with depression, battling with whatever it is in life, and you're not sure how it comes out on the other side, the first thing you got to do is stop trying to do it alone. Get help. Get a community around you, get a counselor, get people that can help guide you out of that dark place. Because the moment we focus on isolation and saying I can do bad all by myself or I don't trust anybody, I don't want anybody, nobody can help. That's a recipe for us to never pull out of the mindset. You cannot do this thing called life alone. You were never meant to do life alone. It's important that you understand this concept about ask, seek, knock. Because help, foundational help, when it comes in terms of having Christ in your life, having the people that you can trust, having healthy relationships, having spirit-led decision-making, all those different things can change your life for the better. I just really want to touch on what I started with when we talk about the second half of verse 8, when I read Matthew 7 through 8. And the second half of that says, for everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open. So if you take this initiative and God's word does not return void, he can't fail and he cannot lie. For everyone who asks, they're going to receive. And for those who seek, they're going to find. And to him that knocks, it will be open. That is biblical. That is principle. That is truth. But you have to make the attempt. You have to try. You have to dust yourself back off when things don't go your way. You have to get up when it's tough. You have to make the time because he is calling you to greater. And a lot of the times we know that. A lot of the times we know that there's something else that's nudging our heart. We know we can do more. We know we can do better. But we get comfortable or we get scared or we have the wrong people in our circle that make us feel like we have to shrink in order to fit into that crowd. But I'm calling you to say this. Today's charge, today's ads, today's challenge is to say, stop looking at things in a way where you're going to say, I can't do that. Stop thinking about all the things that you failed at. And let's start focusing on the things you can bring to the table. Let's start changing our mindset. Let's start truly going out here to keep asking, seeking, and knocking, to keep going after what Christ is calling us to do. Something that um, I was uh, listening to uh, recently at work that really, really uh, motivated me was a book called Mindset, and um, transparently, I haven't read the whole book myself, but I plan to. I recently bought it, I'm gonna get it shipped to my house, and I plan to read that book. But I encourage you to focus on trying to find ways to shift your mindset, because mindsets define everything. And in the book Mindset, it talks about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So what you have to talk about in this book, for anybody that's curious, Um, is by carol Dweck, and it's called mindset the new psychology of success but i encourage you to really 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 think about a difference between a fix versus a growth mindset you see for those that are looking to grow are understanding ways to be able to push themselves are focusing on ways to be able to push past your own abilities to make a hit a significant impact to go after greater I'm um, encouraging also to say this today, that Christ is calling us to have a growth mindset, to be about his father's business, to be about this kingdom, to make changes so we can go after greater. We can't fix our mindset and define, well. oh, I'll never change or old oh, things would never be different. or These are the way things are. That's a fixed mindset. We have to bind and rebuke a fixed mindset. God's calling us to have a growth mindset. What are we doing to get better? What are we listening to? What are we reading? What are we plugged into? Are we plugged into Christ? Are we plugged into the world? Let's plug into Christ. Let's be about his business. Let's change. Let's figure out what it means to truly diligently ask, seek, and knock. That's all I have for today. I don't want to belabor it. I encourage you, uh, if you're listening, to just find a way to take time to reflect each day. And to start small. If you're new on this walk, Focus on how you can be consistent in praying at a set time each day. Focus on how you can be able to just get into the Word and read and to be able to understand what needs to do. For me, I know I started with Ephesians of trying to really kind of walk through and making some changes and understanding how to do it. But for you, the first thing you should do before you get in the Word is to pray and say, guys, uh, direct me of where you would have me to read or what you would have me to do. Figure out how to set the atmosphere before you move. And He's going to show you every step of the way what you need to do. So, again, just for the listeners, um, I'm not going to sit here and and belabor it. I'm not going to sit here and, um, again, try to say something that you may not be able to to get. But here's what I'll say. Start small, build upon it, and there's nothing you can't do. You don't have to be the individual that that fears. And the thing that I really loved about Carol Dweck, was she said when I was watching this kind of like live broadcast, she was saying she encourages those and others to do something that the them they want to be would do. So my challenge to you listeners is for you to go out here and to dream big. You to go out here and to focus on one thing this week that you're going to do, or if if, if the week is too uh, spontaneous because you're not in a great place, I encourage you before the end of this month to find one thing that the you that you want to be would do, the you that you know God sees, the you that Christ is calling to do greater things. I encourage you to go after that one thing and to try to make it happen before the end of the month. If, and if for those that are in a better place, that are motivated, that are grinding, I encourage you to do it in, in this week. Because having this growth mindset, finding ways to truly ask, to truly seek, to truly knock open doors, he's calling us the greater. But we have to move. We have to make the attempt. We have to try. And that's all I'll say. Um, for the listeners, uh, both new and old, thank you for taking time almost these past 15 plus minutes just listening to me. Um, I encourage you to share these episodes. Please share these episodes with others. It doesn't matter if it's from season one. It doesn't matter if it's from season two. It doesn't matter if it's from a season in the future. Please share this word with others. People need Christ. People need him more than ever before. And I can tell you from my own sake, where I was in a really dark place, the only thing that brought me through was the instilled value of Christ, the instilled knowledge of the relationship of what it means to seek him is what kept me through. And if it hadn't been for the certain church that I attended to in North Carolina when I was in a it just really would have made a difference for me if I hadn't have had that exposure, if I hadn't been able to really see what it means to go after. And that was the encouragement for me when I was really going through a dark place in 2020 and 2021, being plugged in and still stilling. I wasn't reading like I was supposed to. I wasn't walking like I was supposed to, but I was still getting fed. And that little bit, that little small piece of mustard seed was still festering. And God knew that he was going to be able to pull me out because he knew the Christ that was in me was going to be greater than the me. And that's what it's about. Greater he that's in you than he that's in the world. I went a little longer than I anticipated, but again, I just really, really believe what I'm saying to you all. It's not just words. I'm telling you with Christ, there's nothing you can't do with Christ. All things are possible. That's a wrap for episode seven here in season two. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just am really, really grateful for the time that you took to listen, no matter how far it was in this episode. Um, Again, please share this with others. And we're all in is this. Ask yourself this question. Right here, right now, how can I help empower someone else? Take the time to empower someone else right here, right now. Until the next episode, everybody. Thanks again for your time.